0: I want to remind you that our prayer and spiritual support is available through texting at 773-876-8998. Text in your name and your request. Remember, you don't have to include your last name. Or you can email at interquestprayer all one word, prayer at unity. OCS.org. That's Interquest Prayer at Unity OCS.org. Remember to include a general idea of your prayer desire or your spiritual support desire, and at least your first name. You do not have to include your last name. So the three ministers will work with your requests during the week that it comes in after which we will pass it on to Silent Unity where they work with it for 30 days. Thank you so much for being a part of InterQuest, and now back to the conversation. Welcome to InterQuest, a journey to help you uncover the understanding and knowledge that resides within you. I'm Reverend R. Ken Turner, Minister at Unity of Chicago South, and with me are Reverend Dr. Stephanie Wilson Coleman and Reverend Dr. Nick Angadi, both of whom are also ministers at Unity of Chicago South, our online spiritual community. The three of us come together in this effort to bring metaphysical perspectives and practices that support your personal inner quest. We do behold the divine spark within you.
1: Welcome to another wonderful episode of InnerQuest, where three new thought metaphysical ministers attempt to explain the universe so that you may do your inner search to find your truth. This is Reverend R. Ken. I'm here with the dynamic duo of Reverend. Dr. Stephanie Wilson-Coleman and Reverend Dr. Nick Angadi. Today, we are going to dive into this statement that you may hear if you explore new thought or metaphysics, and that's the divinity of man. And it can be a very, very confusing concept for some people, especially those coming out of a orthodox background because it is sometimes misinterpreted as meaning God and man are one, but God is man and man is God. And they're like, whoa, I'm not God. And of course, you're not. (laughs) But there is a significance in that statement. Uh, it, it begins with the idea of be, uh, having an omnipresent force, God, and then it kind of moves from there, which we'll explore a bit. Before I bring in the, uh, dual, the dual team of, uh, or duet, that's what you call it, a duet, that team, I want to just touch on something that throw, another thing that throws people off. That's the pronoun, the male pronoun, and it's used throughout the Bible. It's used by writers of various generations, uh, the he, it, male. And the fact of the matter is, and I have to do this because I don't really want to get anyone else in trouble, those writers wouldn't know the gender of God if God came down and talked to them. So there is no gender. It it was an accepted practice to use the pronoun he, him, male. So the next time you might read your Bible and you see male or man, realize that they're not really talking about male as you and I were taught it. They're talking about something much greater, much bigger, that really has no gender. And because of the limitation of the vocabulary, that is how they approached it. And if, in fact, you disagree, you should email me, and that way we can discuss that. But other than that, we're going to move on. (laughs) We're going to just move right into where we need to go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to both of you, uh, Reverend Dr. Stephanie, Reverend Dr. Nick. How are you wonderful people doing today?
2: Doing well today.
1: Okay. Reverend Dr. Nick,
3: how are you? Oh, that's my turn. I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> this is a good day. This is a good day. You know, a lot of good days strung together. That's where I look at it. A lot of wow. Good...
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> this divinity of man, as I mentioned, if you start with the premise of the omnipresence of spirit. God, oversoul, whichever you might want, any phrase you use, but this 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 thing that is the creative force in the universe, if you start with that being present everywhere, you can kind of walk into the presence of that spirit within each and every human being, male, female, whatever it may be. But what does that mean to either one of you to start us off? What does the divinity? In humans mean. I mean, that's a heck of a statement. Well, what do you think of? What are your thoughts on it? I, I would say.
3: I'm, I'm starting to laugh over here cause <laughs> usually. <Really>? bring the laughter in. Doctor yeah. Reverend Stephanie and I are chopping at the bit, the jump bit. Yeah. and we're both sitting yeah. back, contemplating, like
2: contemplating.
1: Thrown to us. Oh, contemplation uh, time.
2: Yeah. So, I would. I. Think of that divinity. That divinity. That's as the part. That's a part of me. So I'm not God, but I believe that there that there is God in, in all of us. God created us, so there. So we are parts of God. Okay. Now the wonderful thing about that is, if you believe that we're all a part of God, and when you look around the world, you wonder why we can't get along because we're all sisters and brothers. Because we were created by, uh, by, by this entity that we call God. So it's that divinity in me, it's that place in me that I go to in the silence that uh, gives me information and answers that I need or that I'm looking for, and guides me. Um, and but it's also that place that will take the thoughts that I really the things that I really believe in, good, bad, or indifferent, because it doesn't judge. So it'll take those things that I really believe in, those things that I be- that I put energy to, belief to, uh, and even human action to. It takes those things, and it it is so gracious and generous, so it allows me to create it. It allows it to be created in my experience. Uh, so that's, probably the simplest answer um because in, in the quietness when you come in contact with it there's just no words to describe mm. it um mm. it's just a, a feeling of like completeness uh, wholeness of everything's all right it, it it's it's You you just can't describe it. But you know when you get there. And it doesn't last a long time, but it seems like an eternity when you get there. Yes, I I don't know if that's making sense, but when you touch it, when you get there, it's like, okay, everything's going to be all right. And then when you step apart from it, sometimes... It was a minute. It may have been twenty minutes. Sometimes it was thirty seconds, but it seemed as if it was an eternity.
1: Right. One of the things. One of the things that was said right before you jump in, is the fact that in the early days of writing uh, the Bible and making scripture and all that stuff, that there was a hesitance to give any name, because the thought was it was so powerful. It was so much, it was so grand that you couldn't name it without trying to restrict it. So exactly what you said, Stephanie, about not being able to call it or know what to call it. That that is a long time, let us say, tradition. Thank you, Nick, for allowing me to jump in and, in front of you. I'm by, I'm out of line <laughs> now. <getting> back. <laughs> oh, it gives me more fodder. To it de-
3: gives me more to deal on, deal with, and 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 and. Uh, talk about it. Um, several things that came up from from uh, both of you, each of you um, um, stephanie you're right it, sometimes it's sometimes just momentary, and we're blessed if we can even t- you know the t- seal a phrase from the new testament we're blessed if we can even touch the garment or 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 even be able to touch a thread of the garment. And and that's where we we in those moments feel our our interconnectedness with the greater. The other thing you had uh, mentioned early on when you began to to speak on uh, speak your thoughts, um, this whole idea of uh, where does this come from, you know, and um, it comes from as as also referring back to you, uh, Reverend Narcan, it comes from trying to delineate and trying to express the thing that's a feeling, um, mm. the whole concept of man, or you know what that was about. Obviously, the whole structure of Bible and and most most teachings of uh, uh, of religion. Uh, it's in the Tao. I see occasionally him, her, she. Mm. You know, uh, in reference to uh, to uh, some of our background as far as study with uh, the study of uh, religious science, you know, Holmes uh, talked about it as the thing itself, rather than to define it as a he or she, but yet each time he referenced the Bible, it was always the he. You know, and then we get into how it breaks down, and each time there's a... A new teaching, then you know, is it God? Is it Allah? Is it you know, uh, mm-hmm. and on and on and on. And then it breaks down to well, Luther said this, or you know, or, or you know, and, and even in our times, it breaks down to well, Wayne Dyer said this, or uh, Tupac Chopra said that, and before you know it, we are in a debate, and that's where all the wars come from. We're mm-hmm. in a debate who the authority is or where the authority comes from. And then if we go back to what uh, Dr. Reverend Stephanie was saying, we come back into the idea, if I can just but touch the garment for a moment and feel that thing, feel it, now I've come in and I've recognized the omnipresence. I've recognized the full presence of God, which most religions would tell us is sacrilege, because all of a sudden now, oh my God, we're part of that great thing that created it all. But as they have delineated, we've got these little deities all over the place that are supposed to be controlling everything. So consequently, you're you know, you say you could feel that. Well, if you feel that, then you're going beyond the deity in our structure. Mm-hmm. You're going beyond Jesus. Or you're going beyond Muhammad? Or you're going beyond uh, Lao Tzu or, or all the, the Krishnas and et cetera, et cetera. But uh, the divinity of, of mankind, or the divinity of humankind, is really about the fact that uh, we've got this universal presence. We've got this magnificent something that created it all out of itself. And as we were created out of itself, mm-hmm. so we are divine.
1: Yeah. The uh, what, what I would hope that the listeners might get from what I, what I heard as I listened to both of you was the fact that you go in for a feeling, and God is that feeling that your, your divine nature is that feeling that you get when you're able to slow everything else down and just be in the presence of your real self. And if if I look at the divinity of humans, the divinity of humanity in that manner, I can accept better the individualized presence of the creator within me. And once that begins, once I, accept that then the process begins to accept the individualized process of the creator as me and once that is accepted then there is no leap between the idea the acceptance of the divinity of me as a human being but there's a breakdown uh, the walls that have been created from the various teachings that we've had, both religious, spiritual, and non-religious and non-spiritual, that have created a wall that we believe, as you said, uh, Nick, that we believe we can't cross, we can't go over, we can't get around. That wall, that deity that we were told that was controlling this or that, stands in the way of that direct, relationship with our true self, with what we really are, and that inhibits us from really accepting that divinity that we were given at creation, and that was one of the teachings of the Master Teacher, helping break down those separations that had been taught and allow us to all become mystics and have that one-on-one relationship with who we really are which is really awesome when you think about it really really awesome to be able to do
2: that so what you say you reverend dr stephanie i think that sometimes because it seems to be fleeting um and it's not really fleeting for those people who are listening because if you establish a regular time to have an appointment to sit still with that presence, you will get there. But you've got to be committed to the regular time uh, so that you can get there. But all of those things that we want, especially the things that are for the good of everyone, I, the answers are there inside of you. The how to do it, the, whether it's the even 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 the question to, is it the right thing for you to do is in there too. And sometimes we all run off with our idea of what we think God is, and then we clash. And anytime there's a clashing, there we didn't hear the answer. Mm. We didn't. Yeah, we left. We left the silence too soon. <laughs> if there's a <laughs> clashing, we left the silence too soon. Mm. I like
1: You're, to say, uh, you know, when you get the idea then the next thing to do before you work the idea is ask the same place that you got the idea ask that place how to work the idea <laughs> you know your elementary nature that was there at the beginning and is there now that you cannot be separated from that aspect of your truth you can it's no there is no separation you can't be so bad or so ill you or know, so anything that you're separated, you are a spiritual being by nature because you were created by a spiritual creator who created, as you said, Nick, out of itself, which your spirit created us, humanity. So if you just follow the logic, it's not too big of a leap to understand that there is an aspect of divinity in each and every individual. On this planet each and every thing on this planet and if you stay there in that elementary state you will find that our al- algebra <laughs> spiritual algebra and spiritual trigonometry and spiritual calculus is just not that hard <laughs> it's just not that hard
2: but yeah the simple state is more important than people realize I remember being in a um, A managerial finance class at the University of Chicago, and I was working with MBA. And we were talking about financial plans and strategies, and the professor actually said, if your financial plans and strategies, if you cannot, if they are not understood by the guy that's around the barrel warming his hands, they are not gonna work. Mm -hmm. Things and actions you take have to be simple and understood so they can be understood by all. So it's the same thing with the the actions we take in living our dreams. I think we go inside expecting to come out with a full blueprint and every step by step, but it just doesn't work like that. You have to go back often and you have to, and even as you get an answer, you have to, I, I check in along the way. You know, it's like, okay, this is what I understand this to be. And sometimes it's like, well, you know, God, I thought I had it, but it's no longer simple. It's getting to be toiling. It's getting to be difficult. It's getting to be treacherous. So I must be doing something wrong. And then you go back and get stealing. It's amazing Then you get that simple approach. I'm not saying it's not work involved, but it's not toiling and and all of that. You don't feel like you're working on the railroad.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not toiling, but it can be painful, because you got to address yourself. <laughs> yes. You've got to address yourself. God never moved. God never changed. God remains the same, always, forever, eternal. Hey, you know, beyond, 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 infinite, inexhaustible. So, you know, wherever I am, God is. Wherever you sit, you are sitting on divinity. You are in divinity. You are it itself. So, it's always coming back to us, always coming back to us, and how we define it, you know, it doesn't matter if you what you call it, you know, if it rings true in your heart, so too, you will rediscover each time you need it, and you will discover it never moved, it never left. It's always there, always present, ready for you at, at any moment of the day. Every breath you take is a breath of life. spirit. Spirit is life itself. Spirit is life itself. Mm.
2: And sometimes it calls you. So, so those are just sometimes it says, "Hey, you know, you hey, want to, you may want to slow hey. down. You might, you might want, yeah. you, you may want to sit this one out."
1: <laughs> there, there's a book uh, that Neville, I think Neville uh, is the author. Or oh, either Meldrum Man, I'm not sure. I don't remember. I taught whatever it was, I taught it in this. Feeling is the secret. Feeling is the secret. Yes, that's Neville. And what both of you have described is not so much, um this God defined, God this, God that. What it is, is If you can stay in it for 30 seconds, if you can stay in the feeling of, if you can touch the hem of the garment or thread, if you feel that you are connected to, it is the feeling that we are working Mm -hmm. to get to. And it's the feeling of the presence of God, whatever whatever your definition is. As I think about my, my grandmother, one of my grandmothers who was Baptist, and I I just worked, and I work, and I still work and struggle sometimes with, okay, what was the connection? How was she able to do some of the things that she was able to do? She was able to connect the feeling of the songs, the feeling of the preacher, the feeling. It's all about feeling, and we get to the point of being so intellectual, and we're taught this, you know, Make the sign of the cross, kiss the cross, bow, go east, whatever, whatever, whatever. We're all taught this, and and it becomes something that we think. And then once we think it, we make it a habit. And unless we get what the master teacher, what, what is taught in the doll, unless we get the feeling aspect of it, we're going to keep missing it. You know, even when you go into the silences, if you're not going in for a feeling, how do I feel? How does it make me feel to make this connection to get quiet in here. How does that one second make me feel? Because if, if we accept the fact that this creative power, this creative energy, the creator of the universe is not seeable, is not tasteable is not touchable, it makes it kind of spirit. And if the spirit, you have to feel it <laughs> by the nature of the word spirit, you have to feel it. So unless you're feeling it, you're probably missing out on some of the most wonderful things that you can experience in life because you're not getting the feeling. Uh and one of our one of the people that we all know, we call him Reverend G, but you know him as Galen, and he says, Feeling uh what is it the blessing, you know. Did you get the lesson in the lesson and the blessing, the blessing and the lesson, and the blessing is still a feeling. It's not Oh, wow, yeah, I learned my lesson. I'm not going to talk to y'all about this, but I will tell the world. I've had so many, I got the lesson and then went back the next day and had to get the lesson again. I didn't get the feeling. I I didn't get that feeling. I didn't get that feeling. And, And there have been times that I've got the feeling, I got the feeling, I received the feeling, didn't know it, and then tried to do something to realize that the feeling had taken over and I no longer did that. And that's what happened to me with smoking cigarettes. It just the feeling hit. The logic didn't. All the thoughts, all the machines, all the think none of that. But once the feeling hits, saying you're no longer a smoker, bang, done. That's God to me. That's the divinity that that that, that I feel that we all have the opportunity to uh, enjoy and embrace the feeling.
2: That- now my mother used to call it. Uh, my grandfather and mother used to call it a made-up mind. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like because uh, she stopped. Um, she stopped drinking, and my father stopped drinking. They just decided. They they prayed, and they decided. Okay, I'm finished. So and they called it a made-up mind. It's like so you get that feeling, and you know. You know now that you're on the path, but sometimes we think, as uh, Reverend Nick says, we think that that's a perfect path. That there's not going to be there's not going to be any lessons to learn, and there's not going to be any any new techniques to learn, and and there's always going to be putting your money, and people are just going to run out there and help you with all of that. But all of that's a part of the journey too. And if you keep going back to the source and keep going back to get that feeling, then you will be amazed at how you meet with all of those things you need, but you've got to keep going back. Uh, and I go back to my University of Chicago story. I decided I was going to go. All the problem is they wanted a whole lot of money. I didn't have any. And I literally had a talk with God about it. And within 30 minutes, The funding was being offered by someone I didn't, I didn't ever expect. Someone I would not have ever asked. Someone I didn't know even, I didn't even know they knew I wanted this. So that's sort of how it works. So you do still have to keep coming back checking in to be sure that you're on the right track, to be sure that you didn't misunderstand something. Because people will be there with their shiny trinkets (laughs) trying to get you off your path onto their path. And you gotta go back so you know what to do so you know my recommendation would be just spend some time in silence and it doesn't have to be a long time but just make it a regular time every single day
1: yeah yeah And close us out we're, we're at the end so take us home as they say
3: <laughs> there is not a, an individual on this planet that is not divine Hmm. each and every one of us has that touch of divinity within us the master teacher called it the kingdom within the um, every great teaching of the world has somehow let us know the Quran says nearer than your neck veins Closer than the very breath of your being. That's how the poets say it. We are all divine. We have just forgotten. <clears throat> each time, and I we have personal. Each time I become angry, it's because I have so totally forgot that the only way, the only way I can express myself is in its negation. Mm. But if I take the time to come back, that's heaven, kingdom of heaven on earth, and there is the bread, that's the nourishment, Mm -hmm. that's the truth of who we are, and nothing, and no pun intended, nothing can top that.
1: Well, this is Reverend Arkan for Reverend Dr. Stephanie Wilson Coleman, Reverend Dr. Nick Angotti saying namaste. And remember, InterQuest is here. Anytime you need, just check out our podcast. Good stuff happening. Until next time.
0: Prayer request to Interquest Prayer at unityocs.org or you can text. Your prayer or spiritual support request at 773-876-8998.